Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Helen's circle was pretty small, obviously from the gathering of us that are here today. And that's often the case when the Lord blesses you with 92 years of age. As we grow in years, that circle does tend to get smaller and smaller. Or, so you might think. And those of you who knew Helen and knew her as a member here at Our Redeemer know this story already, but I have to tell it because it's one of my favorite stories ever. The story goes, in case anyone is not familiar with it, that I first met Helen, oh, in probably about March or April of 2020. Now I want you to think back what was going on in the world in March or April of 2020. And it would have been looking through the driver's side window of Earl's car. Because what was going on was at that time we were holding services out in the parking lot, conducting it through an FM transmitter and inviting people to drive in, tune in their radio and listen to the service. And Earl, as I understand, had been working on Helen for, I think, probably a few years, saying, yep, we're going to get you into a church at some point, Helen. And so he brought Helen along to sit in the parking lot with him and listen to our services over the radio. And so I would have met Helen looking through. Uh, I would always kind of stand by the driveway and kind of wave from not just six feet, probably about 15 feet away. That's how we acted back then. Waving to the people going by. Well, that led to Earl introducing me to Helen. And we began meeting over at her house and talking about the Lutheran faith and uh, what it means to be a Christian, what it means to belong to a church. And sure enough, in August of 2020, it was August 5th, I believe, Helen joined our congregation. And at age 89, and it would have been about 10 and a half months, she was about six weeks shy of her 90th birthday, Helen, for the first time in her life, joined a church. So customarily, when someone joins a church, we snap a picture after the service and we put it up on our Facebook page. And you can look and find this picture from August of 2020. There's Earl and Helen standing off to one side and me, the requisite six feet on the other side. Masks pulled down briefly so we could snap that picture. And I put it on our Facebook page and lo and behold, Helen's story spread. It was shared from our Facebook page some 41 times with people all over the country. Now, I've ever actually, never actually done this, but I actually went back to find some of those comments that were put on that picture on our Facebook page. A post from beautiful Savior Lutheran Church in Plover, Wisconsin, St. Stephen's Point area. They wrote, Praise God for a sister in Christ. A woman named Annie in Illinois. I don't know her. It's not a Facebook friend. But she found the story and said, what an encouraging story, especially in these days when it's so easy to focus on negative things. Another person, Stephanie in Missouri, who are we to question the mind of God or his timing? Glory be to Jesus. And my favorite one was from the Texas district of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, 
when they shared the story and posted, even during the hardest of times, the Lord is always showing his love and working in our hearts. Congratulations, Helen, all the way from Texas. It appears Helen's circle was quite a bit bigger than we might have realized. And so it is in Christ's church, where we call one another not just friends, but we actually use the term brothers and sisters, where we are indeed a family, a family that gathers to do what Jesus mentioned in John chapter 5, to hear the voice of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And so I just I have to say what a joy and privilege it was to picture, well, I see Hope sitting where she customarily sits on Wednesday nights at our services, sitting there right next to her, Helen and Earl, every Wednesday night, hearing the voice of the Son of God, Jesus, whose voice gives life. That is what Jesus describes in that gospel from John chapter 5. Whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life. He does not come into judgment, but is passed from death to life. Where Jesus speaks, he gives life. And then Jesus says, Truly, truly, I say to you, an hour is coming and is now here when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. What a beautiful reality for us to remember as the church that even the dead hear the voice of the Son of God. As Helen's story spread to who knows how far of her hearing of the voice of Jesus, her life and her salvation, she joined with us, this company of the people of God, who likewise hear that voice of Jesus, the voice that brings us from death to life. You see, death isn't just physical, but Jesus reminds us it is also spiritual. Certainly it is the curse inflicted on every single one of us. Scripture tells us from the moment we are conceived, we are conceived in sin. We are effectively dead men and dead women walking, each of us, dead in our transgresses. But where Jesus speaks, where his voice is heard, the dead find life. And so, Jesus continues to speak that voice of hope and life and salvation. That all would hear it, not just who are physically living. But even the dead still hear the voice of Jesus, their good shepherd. The sheep know his, his voice. He calls them and they follow. 
Helen heard the voice of her good shepherd, Jesus Christ, the same voice of the Son of God that speaks to us even here and now. And as Jesus reminds us, she still hears that voice. Though oftentimes at a funeral, we're overcome by what separates us, and indeed, physical death is a separation that leaves us with grief and pain and hurt. But still, the voice of Jesus speaks to us and reminds us that those who hear his voice live. And so, today, we give thanks for Helen's life but not just the life that is past, that before our faces seems to have come to an end. No, for Helen, she still has life before her. Because now resting with Jesus, she continues to hear his voice, his love, his care, his compassion, until the day when Jesus says the dead are raised and we live forever in nothing but life. Holy Scripture describes that as every tear being wiped away, death being swallowed up in victory, the grave losing its sting. Because the words of Jesus that are hope and life and promise are more powerful than all of it. More powerful than the grave. More powerful than the death that faces us not just today, but in reality for all of us every day. We encounter death. We encounter brokenness. We encounter hurt and pain and grief, temptation, evil in so many different ways. It is in that context that the words of Jesus are life. Helen's life and your life and mine. The great joy of the church, the great joy of us being here, and I spoke a little bit with Earl when he first got here this morning. We talked about how, yes, today is sad and there is grief, but there's also joy. Not just that Helen no longer knows no suffering, but that for Helen and for all of us, life still lies before us. The life that cannot end, the life that comes by Jesus, the Savior of humanity, who lays down his life, but then takes it up again, so that our lives would be taken up again. As Jesus is risen, surely risen from the dead, so we will rise as well. And our time with Helen, our dear sister and friend, is far from over. But it lies in front of us for all eternity. And that story is an even greater one to be told.
Because that story is not just about Helen, but you and me as well. Hear the voice of the good shepherd Jesus who comes to you and says, All that I have done is for you. My death, my rising to life, my promise to come again to take you to my kingdom for all eternity. It is his voice that I was privileged to join with Helen in hearing each week here for the last two and a half years. But a voice she now hears straight from the lips of Jesus himself for the rest of eternity. So hear that voice and find your comfort and hope and assurance that Jesus lives. Helen lives and will live. And thanks be to God, so will we. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.